0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSC.
1: Welcome to another Gangplank Report. You've heard Adrian and Jen talk about the most recent episode of this hit Bravo series. Now it's time to hear from you, the superfans. It's time for the bonus episode of the Gangplank Report. And here they are, Adrian Gang and Jennifer Bennington.
0: Hey, gang, welcome back to part two of our superfan interview with side piece show host Melissa Feaster. We're going to pick up right where we left off. If you missed part one, stop right here, go and
1: check that out, and come back and listen to part two when you're finished. I hope you enjoy it. What I was saying is from a Bravo perspective and from a filming perspective, Lexi is the middle of the show right now. And almost all of the drama that's happening on the show is revolving around her. And if you pull that from the show too early, then what do you have? And maybe that's what they were worried about. Also quarantine and everything else. I mean, there's a lot of factors playing into it, but I put down a list of a handful of what I saw as reasoning behind why Bravo would keep her around as long as they have. And that's apparently disappointing to somebody named Steph. Stephanie on Instagram, but I still feel like in a whole picture perspective, were it not for her presence, what else would we be talking about this season? That's like the major through line.
2: And I think it's the same exact reason why they kept Chef on because listen, you're going to bail, you're going to punch out the cameras, your knee, which wasn't really your knee. And again, I appreciate him talking about anxiety. That's not easy to admit to on national TV. And like, you left and you worked through it and you had a moment, you're back. Everyone should get a second chance. But then you get drunk, you punch out the cameras and you walk off for round two. Why else would they have you back? Because again, it's crazy. It's drama. We just saw him punch the cameras. And by the way, when they flipped to the little quick video of the other possible chef that was going to replace him. Luca. Mm -hmm. Luca, by the way. My husband and I look at each other because he's a Bravo hoe now too. Or I would say Mm -hmm. below deck hoe. And we're both like, no way in hell is this guy ever coming on. He Look at him. He looks like the nicest guy on the planet. And what does the nicest guy on the planet mean? You're not
0: going to be crazy. You ain't punching cameras out. But there could be a boatman's in there, though. I love him. He looks like a professional wrestler. I don't know why. I Luca, are you talking about uh, yeah, Luca? Yeah, uh huh. I've seen him for like ten seconds, and I've wanted him on ever since I saw him. Oh my god!
2: <laughs> Listen, you, you're in your oh, this is a happy, happy, happy boat. Like uh, I want to be sh- sailing on this boat. Like, so in that where everyone's like, Where's the crazy? Where's the crazy? Yeah. Yeah.
0: See, after a lifetime of reality TV, I've been watching since Real World season one. You know? (laughs)
2: Totally.
0: (laughs) I've had my fill of Jax's and my fill of all of these horrible people. Nice people is new and refreshing to me.
1: (laughs) And, like, I was going to say, I think that. Matt probably owes some kind of gratitude to Lexi because if it weren't for her presence, he would be the crazy one, right?
0: Well, he would be canned because if she hadn't have gone ballistic that first time that he walked off the boat, people would have noticed that he wasn't on the boat but her drama overrode his so much. I think she saved his job and he should still be giving her part. That's what I'm saying. He he owes
1: her a pretty solid thank you at this point because otherwise he would not only be the guy who quit twice and everybody actually finally remembered it, or he would be the crazy one because he would be the one that's causing most of the drama. He's been pushing Katie to fire Lexi for a while now, but if it wasn't for Lexi being there, he'd look a lot more crazy.
2: Yeah, you're right. Well, and if it weren't for Delaney being there, Lexi would have to be actually be working and folding laundry mm-hmm. and like cleaning things. So I just think it's funny, too, how Delaney comes on and I dig her attitude, right? Like she comes on with a positive attitude and I want to work hard and I want to be cool with this gang. No pun intended, Adrian. but dude at the same time you don't really want to be doing stew stuff but you did put deck stew on your resume right Mm -hmm. so I honestly can't believe that she is still going to be around yeah
1: and I speculated on our show that it might have something to do with the fact that one of the deck team goes down in the previews that we saw Earlier the season, like the halfway mark preview, we see Lloyd getting rushed off in a tender because he's having some kind of an issue. So whether that's an anxiety attack or some kind of a medical issue, whatever it is, we see him getting carted off. And we know that David has an injury that might come back to bite him. So it's possible that she ends up staying on on the deck team because one of those guys goes down.
2: I appreciate the like investigative detective thinking.
1: <laughs> I really
2: we, appreciate
0: we go splunking somehow on a boat show.
2: Somehow we manage <laughs> to do that. I dig it. I. It's dig like it. scuba diving. We're scuba diving. Okay. Uh, can I ask you guys a question? Sure. Sure. What's your and again, Adrian? Obviously, you might be a little biased, but Jen, which one is your favorite? Which below deck?
0: I am a Below Deck original fan. I'm kind of old school like that. I'll enjoy everything. I lo- don't get me wrong. I love Glenn and I love season two of Sailing Yacht, but I'm always the person who likes the originals of things. When you spawn off of it, I feel like, even though I think the magic is still there, I have this kind of, it's almost like a brand loyalty, like you'd have at a grocery store. Like I've been eating Heinz ketchup for my whole life. I'm not going to switch to Hunt's kind of thing. So that's, yeah. Below Deck Original is my game, but Sailing Yacht, if they give us a season three, that's remotely close to season two, I might switch brands.
2: I don't know. Yeah. Season two is dope.
0: Yeah, it really but was.
2: Adrian, when you being on it and you are the OG of this, of all of it, do you watch all these and still be like, it's still not as good as mine?
1: <laughs> I I actually think that ours was the most sophomoric out of all of them. I saw somebody made a comment on the Below Deck Reddit thread not that long ago that they said they went back and watched my season and it almost feels like a documentary. It doesn't have the same feel of any of the shows. Mm -hmm. Like it was kind of disjointed. They didn't have all the material that they needed because we only had two camera crews that were only on like 16 hours a day. So they missed a lot of content that happened after 11 and before 7 a.m. And the crazy stuff that happened after. And like we used to have competitions to see who could unplug our surveillance cameras the fastest. We really got away with a lot of shit that no other seasons ever got to do after that. Because we were, I'm not saying smarter than production, but we had one up on them because they didn't have coverage on us all the time. And when you watch our show, I think our show does a slightly better job because it was the first one of explaining what the job is. Mm -hmm. where after you see our season, then you understand the roles and who's who and what job is what, and it makes a little bit more sense. But I think we needed that baseline for future seasons so that everybody did understand what the actual job was that you were watching. And so I don't think my season is the best one by any stretch of the imagination, because I think the production value on the most recent seasons has been the best out of all of them. And I love Nadine. I think she's done an amazing job with the med. I can't say that any one of the med seasons is my favorite. My favorite season to date is sailing yacht season two, because it was a sleeper for me. Like after season one, I wasn't super hopeful. Right. And then coming back and having just such a gangbuster, pun intended. season where it, where real life drama was unfolding at the same time that show life drama was unfolding. It was just a complete package. And there was times where I was texting Jen four times a day going, you're not going to believe what's happening now. Oh my God. Did you see this? Check out this Instagram post. Like the whole season was like that. And it was just the gift that kept on giving. It was amazing to watch. I believe my new favorite is going to be adventure series. Season one. Really? Yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. I can't say too much about it, but I am very excited about it.
2: Listen, I can't wait. And I'm happy that as a Bravo ho, I am open to these things because it's almost like the click, like the mean girl click in high school. It's like you don't really want to let somebody new in. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was like that for a while with Bravo shows, even. And I will say, and Jen, you actually start talking about family karma. Mm-hmm. it came out and I was like, hell no, I'm not watching this. It is not a housewife. It's not below deck. And you know, you have Southern charm in there, and that, but that's been around forever. And I just mm-hmm. was like, Nope, I am not watching family karma. And then one of the Vishal from family karma right. was going to come on. And I was like, ah, oh, shit. Now I have to watch it. I don't want to be an idiot and not know anything that I'm not talking about. So I started binge watching
1: Mm -hmm. and
2: I apologize immensely. I apologize to him. He didn't even know this was happening in the background, right? He just assumed I loved it from the get. Mm -hmm. So I apologize. I'm "I'm so sorry. I didn't even give you a fair chance. I wouldn't watch it. And now literally when nothing else is on, Mm -hmm. I will rewatch family karmas, Me too. I love the aunties. I love the multi-generational
0: aspect. I love how they're breaking the fourth wall. Finally, I'm so sick of the fourth wall to be quite honest. And I love how Bravo's dropping that with this series. It's a lot of fun. And if people haven't watched it and you have time for another show besides Below Deck, that's my top recommendation.
2: And you know, what's crazy too, for me, it's like, I always wonder, I do this a lot. I don't know if you guys do, but I will watch somebody on TV and I'll say, do you think they're really like this always? Like a Captain Glenn, Mm -hmm. I, a thousand percent, there's not a question in my mind that he just seems exactly how he is off as on screen, nice, bubbly, caring, warm, genuine. Some of these people I'm like, are they really a dick? Like when the cameras aren't running Mm -hmm. and i Yes. With the family karma. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I can tell you, I mean, I've talked to one of the whole gang, so I'm not gonna like go crazy, but like Michelle, like he was so sweet. Mm -hmm. It was one of those like, oh my God, how are you this nice? And that, again, as much as I love the drama and I love the crazy, Jen, to go with your point of like, I like the sweetness and the love and this and that. Mm -hmm. That's what I do appreciate from family karma. And maybe I just, don't expect it from below deck. That's why I kind of rebel against the love and the like the kisses and blah, 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 because you're just used to bringing the crazy. Okay, another housewife. Like you just expect crazy to happen with below deck. Yeah.
0: At some point, I think crazy jumps the shark. And the good thing about the drama on Family Karma is it's not vicious. I mean, there are people on the show who seriously don't get along. But they're still respectful. Right. And in Housewives world, that's almost not humanly possible. You know, the next season, one of them is getting the boot and isn't coming back. Right. Where these people can work it out. And I think that's more like real life. That's more like reality TV. That's because they're
1: related and they're stuck with each other. So they have yeah, to.
0: That's yeah. well, not, all, I mean, a lot of them are just friends with each other, but yeah, their parents are friends. So yeah, that's true. It's a close knit community down there
2: i got us way off because i was talking about being open and yeah. i'm just excited for again see this is what happens when you're a bravo oh <laughs> you can't focus you're just yeah. like i'm here i'm here i'm here and what this show oh the, oh, it reminds me of this person on this show Yeah, we we have ADD. (laughs) Yeah, Adrian, you're right. I'm so open. I'm ready. I'm excited for the new, yet again, Below Deck. I can't wait. I think it's going to be, I hope at least, that it's going to be pretty damn cool.
1: Yeah, I'm excited about that. Australia is going to come out first. The Below Deck Down Under will come out first. They're wrapping up filming Below Deck Adventure series right now. So it'll be a little while before we get to see it, but I'm super excited about it. I think it's going to be great can't they make a below deck Ohio
2: <laughs> <laughs> on what Lake Erie below, below deck Lake Dude. Erie done. Do you know what I would put on my resume to get on that below deck Ohio? I would be like Bosun chief stew for the last 15 years ran 185 meter. You know, I would put all that shit down. I have white glove bartending service. I've docked boats. I mean, name it I would be on it I would be on it (laughs) I just
0: had to mute myself because you made me choke laughing
2: (laughs) (laughs) my resume would be so out of control I would be saying like I can run the whole shit damn it like just put me on and it's so funny Jen that you said that about real world like I've been watching reality tv since real world Mm -hmm. I can't tell me how many times I would like try to, I was like, dude, I hold myself out and go on real world where, what city can I go? I want to apply. I want to apply. I was so into, like, I want to be on real world. Yeah. Uh, so it's funny that you brought it up. Before. My best friend and I
0: used to talk about what reality show would you be on if you could be on one? And our answer was always big brother, because we could literally just sit in the house and just snack
1: and occasionally play a game. That was the only thing we were willing to do. That's a good one. I, I, my, my answer would actually not be below t- by the way mine would be wipe out okay oh that's a good you, one well yeah you could totally do at. that you're yeah yeah
2: that's like competition wise you would be amazing at that
0: yeah you could be on that american ninja thing all of that
1: stuff nothing like jumping off a bunch of big balls you know dude, <laughs> i love
2: bouncing off balls like <laughs> okay, that's because... probably that's, that's probably why my husband watches blow deck with me <laughs> <laughs> people, people are totally
0: gonna know that we filmed this in the evening and can drink this time
2: <laughs> can i or tell we you film our interviews earlier yeah yeah can, can i tell you this is sober sally over here it is only two forty two, and i'm still waiting for one of my kids to get home from school and one of them to go down for a nap so you guys i'm actually completely sober but <laughs> get a couple cocktails in me And we were talking about a lot of bouncing balls, like. Well, I am
0: through my glass of rum, but I do want to get to. You guys were talking about stripped, and I am out of the loop here. Fill me in on what stripped is.
2: Okay, you know what's so funny is that james from below deck above average whom i love like i love james he's the sweetest freaking guy he which now it's always stuck of course like it seems like a natural thing but he was like wait a minute are you a stripper because i put something about stripped and he just you know you don't really read strip you automatically assume stripper Mm -hmm. or maybe just the guy does so now like that's how we talk about stripped i'm like Do you want to be a stripper? But he is a below deck hoe like us. And I Mm -hmm. love him so much. But Jen, I actually started Stripped at the end of last year. Because I've always loved helping people eat better and just find confidence and find happiness again. And if that means losing weight, amazing. If it means just like getting a healthier life and getting better nutrition, then I do that too. And I've always been helping people with food and eating. I played sports my whole life. You know, us in Ohio, it's like,
0: mm-hmm. life you blood. know.
2: Exactly. It was just like, I grew up, I had a half basketball court in my backyard. I played sports around the clock since I was 11 years old. Our basement was a weight room. So I was always into healthy eating and nutrition. And then I taught myself how to cook. I got really into cooking. I had a healthy baked goods business before I started SidePiece and Stripped where I sold healthy baked goods to Whole Foods and Delta Airlines and places like that. But then in the middle of the pandemic, I felt like everyone I was talking to was in a rut and it was COVID-19 plus another 40 pounds and they were miserable and just not happy. And I was like, listen, I want to help people and I can do it remotely. So I started this business Stripped and I've helped over 85 people now lose over 500 pounds. Wow.
1: That's amazing. Um,
2: Thank you. And it's cool because it's all remote. Like I've never met one person that I have worked with. I mean, it's from the East coast to West coast and everywhere in between. So I love it. I love it. You know, it's such a different world than side piece, side piece. I'm running my mouth and talking about being a Bravo ho and interviewing all these people on Bravo and then stripped. It's like, I'm your coach. I'm your cheerleader. I'm your team. She's totally
1: a cheerleader because I've been doing it with her too.
2: Yeah, and Adrienne's been a... I mean, and let me tell you, it's not a diet. It's just like, how do we make what you're eating healthier and live a healthy life? Because diets to me, in my mind, are bullshit. Mm -hmm. So for Adrienne to do this with her crazy schedule, going on yacht and doing charters for a week at a time, taking care of everybody else, it's harder than take care of yourself. And I have to kick Adrienne's ass, of course. All the time. just like I do with everybody, but it's tough love. And it's like, I'm here for you. And it's just funny. Cause it's two separate worlds, right? It's like the loving, sweet champion for you with stripped. And then there's my mouth on side piece. So <laughs> all, all of us have that yin and
0: yang. It's good to be able to
2: exercise all of that.
1: So, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So
2: it's, it's cool. But you know, I, again, How many times have I said I'm a Bravo ho? I love it. I've been watching Bravo from the get-go. And the fact that I'm here talking with Adrienne, the OG of one of the best shows ever, it's so cool.
0: Yeah, I have those pinch me moments still. And we talk every day. (laughs) Although the last time when she was in the Bahamas, there were storms and I think we went like three or four days without talking and it was really weird (laughs) and I'm like I don't know if this is healthy
2: (laughs) I might be a little codependent now you're like I might talk to Adrian more than I talk to my own husband and I'm okay with that probably we joke about that all the time all the time exactly (laughs) well I understand it because you guys both are obviously Adrian you having come on side piece months ago and that was like the best and that's where you and I get started. And now Jen, you know, to hear you since you guys started the podcast and now to meet you, I understand why you guys are so awesome together and, you know, have the friendship that you do. And I'm, I'm so thankful to be a part of it today. You're the sweetest. We're so glad you came on. Well, Uh, and and I was
1: going to ask you if you want to go ahead and give everybody your social media information so they know where to find you.
2: Yeah, so it is just Melissa Feaster is my personal and kind of stripped type stuff. And then it's at SidePiece Show or SidePiece. Very cool. All
0: right. Well, awesome. everybody be sure to give her a follow.
2: You were telling us before your podcast is going to be with... Actually, so I started the podcast with Embassy Row production company. And now as of next week, I'm going to start with Cadence 13. All they do are podcasts. They're an amazing awesome. podcast company. And I'm going to be a part of that Uh, We are excited.
0: Make sure you guys listen and subscribe and rate and review. And while you're doing that, you could also rate and review your two gals here. We would love that very much. It gets the word out and lets people know that we're here since we're a little homegrown.
2: You guys are awesome. Oh, did I tell you too, you guys, I, in the midst of all this, because it's like, I just say yes to everything and I want to be the best. Like, that's why I always say, like, I watch all the, even if I'm not digging a season of something on Bravo, it's like, you still got to watch it. You're talking about it. You're living it right. Just like you guys are, even if you're Mm -hmm. not into everything going on with blow deck or certain people, if this is your job, like you need to study up on it and everything. And As much as I love side piece, stripped, obviously, and helping people is a huge part of my world and my life. And because of that, I went and I got in the midst of the pandemic and doing everything, I got my nutritionist certificate degree from Stanford. So I'm a certified Stanford nutritionist. Amazing. That's awesome. She's a badass. Yeah. She's a badass. You have to live it, right? So it's organic and people appreciate it and it's real and it's natural and you're not just like playing some part. Mm -hmm. So- that's why I love side piece. That's why I love stripped and it's my world. And that's why I'm so pumped to do this with you guys, because it's your guys' world. This is your jam. You guys love this stuff. And oh, do. listening to you, you can tell. Definitely. And even though I wasn't
0: super psyched about doing this season, I'm really thankful that Adrian made me do it because
2: I really am enjoying this season much more than I thought that I would. For sure. Yeah. Sure. You guys are amazing. I thank you so much for having me on. This was awesome. I'm thank you, you, know, you for coming just- on. We really appreciate it. We were excited to talk to you. I'm excited
0: to look more into stripped and check that out as well. And all of you, thank you for listening. And we will catch you next week for our recap show. Thanks, everybody. Bye.
2: Bye. Thank you. Bye.
0: Special thanks to our friends who helped us create Gangplank Report. Down below music and lyrics by Angel Tweeter Frail and Terry Abbott. Performed by Lorelai of Florida. Production assistance by Michael Castaneda. Superfan intro by
2: Blind Lawrence. Cast off me hearties.